Hey guys, welcome back to Swing It Along with Chris and Karen Swing. I'm Karen. I'm Chris. And you guys are listening to episode two. So we got a lot of great feedback from episode one. Um, and I know that there was a, a little bit of confusion with, I guess our other podcast was on our station, the first one. So we're trying to work that out. But um, this is actually podcast number two in our rebranding. And so, yeah, uh, we got some great feedback from you guys. We actually got a couple emails, which we're going to answer some questions in a little bit. And uh, we're just sitting in, in Jersey um, after a nor'easter and just dropped about, what? Like eight inches of snow. Eight on inches us. of heavy snow and slush and ice. and uh, Which I know some parts of the country, eight inches, you're probably laughing at us. Yeah. But it's March and we're ready for the beach. <laughs> yes. we. I just can't wait to walk around my top off. Like, I mean, I want to be in a little skimpy bikini. I want to sunbathe my backyard, take my top off. I can't wait to go to the gym in shorts and not freeze to death. (laughs) Yes, and then you leave the gym all sweaty, and then you're freezing cold when you get into your car because you're all wet. And not in the good kind of wet. So not the kind that we want everybody to be in. (laughs) Exactly. So, so yeah, uh, how's your week been, honey? It's been great. It's been uh, helping you with your uh, little business you're starting up here. (laughs) Yes. So I basically um, started a little bit of a webcam business because... I we would we would check out webcams sometimes those sites and whatnot just to kind of if we couldn't get to like a, a you know a swinger party or a club or we just we kind of wanted to stay in but we wanted to kind of flirt with someone and have that other interaction with another person um it was actually not the best experience because a lot of times the girls were not very interactive unless you were like big tipper big big tipper and I get it girl get your money but. Um, so I, I basically started a new like webcamming gig where I literally, and you yell at me all the time because you feel like sometimes I waste my time with certain people, but I actually thoroughly enjoy um, talking to people. So I talk with the guys and girls and couples. I kind of get a mix in my room all the time and uh, have some fun with them occasionally. And it's kind of, it's kind of a, God, we've had, we've been having a lot of sex the past couple of days because of it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's exciting, and it's fun to watch you do it, and <laughs> I like to pop in every so often in the chat and yeah. see what's going on and see the interaction. Uh, I, you know, I do think that sometimes you worry about the little people too much, but that's also what makes you great, and that's the feedback you're getting, is that you're very personable yeah. and very... You're easy to talk to, and you don't care that that person can only tip one token, you're going to interact with him like uh, yeah. he is someone tipping 500 tokens. Exactly. I mean, I'm doing this also for fun and like a side gig as well. And, you know, I, I, I really am enjoying it. It's a turn on for me. So I feel like it's like a win-win situation. But, I mean, I've been doing it for what? Tonight will be like the fourth night and I have 360 followers. So no, absolutely. not too bad. And everything we go about is always about promotion, promotion, promotion to get mm-hmm. all of our outlets out there. And oh, just yeah. another outlet for us to... Put ourselves and yourself out there with everything we're trying to build. Precisely. And I mean, we've gotten, we actually got our first like retweet today for, uh, for some, for my, my Twitter page, which I didn't know that you could put nude pictures up on Twitter. So I'm really freaking excited about that right now. So, um, but we got it from uh, another swinging related, um, page but they're really popular so they retweeted uh the whole double life wife tweet that we tweeted from our swinging uh 
swinging page. So we're getting we're getting some love. So we appreciate it, guys. So I'm just gonna dive into uh, a couple emails. So um, we actually will respond to every single email, guys, that you send. You just have to allow some time sometimes because we do have day jobs and you know other obligations. So, uh, but we will respond to everybody. That's pretty much our goal here is we will respond to everybody. But I picked basically three of the emails I really wanted to address because I do think that right now they're kind of the most common questions that we get asked. Um, so the first one is from Bob from Philadelphia. And his question is, what is the kinkiest thing you guys have done as a couple? Um, also, what is the kinkiest thing you have not yet done as a couple? Um, or one that either one of you wants or both of you wants to do? Well, I mean, I would say the kinkiest thing we've probably done... Um, wow, we've done a lot of kinky things. I know. I, I don't know how to it's, pick it's it. It's really hard to answer that question when there are so many really kinky fun things we've done be with couple swapping and sex in public I guess you could say at, yeah. at the clubs and um they're all pretty kinky impromptu parties impromptu that, parties meeting people that I think you know, we turned into swingers I, I will say probably the I don't know if it's it's kinky but it's probably the craziest thing we done we did was we threw that key party oh yes and that is basically a party where everybody comes over the one, say the, all the males, they take their house key or car key, I guess. Car key. Yeah, we did car keys. And, you'd be surprised when people don't carry house keys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if we lock our door here. No, just don't tell people so that. So you, you walk in, you, everybody comes in, we have, you have a bowl out. Yes. And all the men drop their car key into the bowl. At your party, you have a good time. And at some point, the women come up and they just pick a random car key. Yep. Whoever's car key they pick. Is the person they go home with. But, but in this case, nobody actually went home with yes, them. They, we, they went to separate they rooms. They went to separate rooms or they agreed. To, you know, It really wasn't anything where there wasn't a lot of orgy play. It was literally you're going to have that alone time with that person. So it was, hard, it was a hard swap. It no, was a hard swap. And so. I will say it's probably the craziest thing we've done because it's such at chance that you don't actually get to pick the person you're going to swap with. Right. And I think the group of people that we chose to have that party with, everyone relatively likes each other. Everyone gets along. Um, you know, so, but you do run that risk factor of, I mean, cause I, I got, I picked someone that I'd never even kissed before. You know, we just, we clicked, we always, you know, laugh, but he, we would always go off and do something else. And I think I made out with his wife one time, but I kind of, sometimes the wives, they blur together with me sometimes. <laughs> I just like to well, kiss people. Well, if you keep making out with them all, that's <laughs> exactly. what, what's, what's going to happen. Exactly. Um. So what about the kinkiest thing we haven't done yet as a couple? Um. I would say, well... Can I tell them about the recent uh, fantasy? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, um, Chris and I were having a few drinks, and as typical fashion of when we have a few drinks, um, basically what ended up happening was Chris kind of divulged to me that he had another, um, I guess, fantasy, you could say. And this was that he has a fantasy of me cheating on him. Um, but I guess not but, really, not really cheating. No, because I mean I can, You'd find out about it, but in this case, I we're very open and communicative of, of things. He he wants to know if I'm gonna go meet up with someone. This will be a case where 
I literally organize it completely behind his back, go and do it. And then he either finds the text messages or the emails or whatever um, of either me planning the meetup. And then, of course, the text messages after, of, you know, the, the typical thing they do where you tell someone how good it was. Can't wait to do it again. And that type yeah, of thing. Yeah, the juicy, dirty details. Yeah. It's more of a, obviously, nobody wants to get cheated on this world. It's a horrible thing to do. But it's more of a role-playing thing. Yes. It's a fantasy it's not something that it's not going to end a marriage because I know about it and I know it's possibly, hopefully, happening or coming. <laughs> I just He's don't hoping. know I just don't know when. But when I find out, it's probably gonna be one of the best nights of sex we'll ever have. Pretty much. And and that's the point of this lifestyle. It's using your imagination, opening yeah. your mind and not being afraid to try or experiment with things. Right. If you have a fantasy, don't be afraid to put it out there and say it because you never know what you could, what could come of it. And I think I even dirty talked to you that night that you told me, and I kind of dirty talked saying that I was going to cheat did, on you. Yeah, you did a little bit of that today, you, too. Yeah, you. that's a kicker for you, isn't we've it? Had a, we've had a lot of sex last God, four days. we've had so much sex. <laughs> um, <laughs> what about question number two? All right, so Ashley from Delaware, she says, do you think you guys will be swingers as you get old I don't really know what the definition of old is but I'm assuming she means like 50 60 70 I'm not yeah. saying that 50 is old because it's not but I I think she means is it attractive a, a good I will say when we got started diving into the lifestyle a few years back or so yes. uh when you would go on to like uh sites like SLS things like that to see the profiles and pictures out there a good portion of the individuals in the lifestyle are mid-40s to mid-50s. Yes. Um, I can't tell you if we would do it when we're old because it's really how we're feeling and where we're at in life. It's something we love right now, and I can't see it stopping anytime soon. Right. I think it's just expanding and getting bigger for us. I mean, the um, people that we're with now, though, are people that are relatively around our, our age, but they are also, there's some older ones that are in our group that are good-looking people and and people that I'm attracted to and you're attracted I, to. These are people that we're going to grow old I, with. I, I can answer this simply. Okay. When we're older, if we still want to do it, we're going to do it. So if, if we, we're 85 years old well, and we've got great grandkids. I don't, I don't know you, if I can get it up at 85. So it saying, might I be probably, a different lifestyle. I might not. I'm obviously not going to be going to the sex club at 85 years no, old. No, no. That's when. All right. First off, 85 years old. That's probably stretching it. Okay. Uh, 75 years old. I'm probably not going to go to the sex club. But, I mean, we've gone. We've gone. And we've seen um, at swinger resorts and things like that. There are older people there that are the first to take off their clothes. Absolutely. They're the first and to get you know nude. what? We live we try to live a very healthy lifestyle. Yes. Probably minus our love of alcohol. Yeah, we're still taking a break from that tonight. Yeah, this probably the, one of the first times we've actually done something like this and we don't have a drink in our hand that has an alcoholic beverage in it. Yeah. Um we try to live a somewhat healthier lifestyle. We like going to the gym. Uh we're trying to be where we want to be in life physically mentally and health wise that when i'm 60 i'm kind of hoping that i still look really good <laughs> i mean yeah and it's proof in it i mean you see actors and things like that and the, the guy at the gym yesterday remember he was on the treadmill in front oh, of us yeah, and absolutely he definitely i mean from behind you could tell he would look a little bit older but he was very muscular very I would say fit. mid-50s but when he turned around, he looked older in the oh, face. Yeah, absolutely. And I was drooling over him. <laughs> yes, you were. You followed him as he walked all the way down. 
right past God, not, uh, right past the hot girl that got on there right at right before it, him. Oh, with my with my with my I didn't literally follow, but my face no, yeah, said. I'm sorry, your eyes. Okay, I was gonna say you sound like a stalker at the she gym. She was not stalking him. <laughs> I, let me clarify that. Her eyes were stalking him. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yes, I think it really is just gonna depend on <laughs> if we want to do it at that point because we make all our decisions we make together. Mm-hmm. It's a we're a couple. We do this as a couple. Yes, do we play separately at times? Of course. But it's still as a couple. Right. In a sense that the other person either knows about it or will know about it, whether it's via phone call, pictures, videos, <laughs> or walking in with some fantasies. So if we're feeling like it's something we want to do, it's something we're going to keep doing. Exactly. Until we're... We don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're still so young now that I, I really am not thinking about that. No, I'm absolutely. just having fun. Absolutely. I'm having a lot of safe fun. So... And then the last, I got to say, and I, I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but I always get this next question um, that I'm going to read out loud because this is our most common question. But I, I want to know, maybe someone can email us and explain it to me, why the question always comes from a female. I really do. I, I, I hate to say that, but never once has a male asked me this, and I just want it to be put out there that is this the typical stereotype that a girl a female thinks that maybe this isn't acceptable but um so becky from boston goes what do you say to people who say swinging will ruin your relationship or that your marriage isn't real because you fuck other people often i (laughs) i would say that it I would tell her that it varies on different relationships. The people that fail in my eyes are the people that don't go into it fully prepared and did not talk about scenarios, situations, feelings, thoughts, all that stuff. If you fail, it's because you did not prep your your relationship for what you were diving into. You probably saw, oh, look, it looks fun. We can fuck other people. You know, that's kind of hot. But you have to be... You have to mentally prepare yourself for some things you may come across. And I feel I get looked at often by, oh, well, did he convince you to do it? Whose idea was it first? It usually was it is blamed on the guy. It they, is. They assume the and guy wants to fuck just, other women. I just, I mean, ladies, I truly, truly can sit here and say that this does not work unless you are completely open and honest and communicative with your partner. There have been times, especially in the very beginning of this, that I wasn't comfortable with certain things that, yes, I might be comfortable with now that I openly told Chris was off the table, don't ever ask me again. Then, you know, six months, a year down the road, I bring it up and go, you know what, maybe I want to try that. But it's these things, you have to be communicative. And it is just sex. That's all that it is. It is having this fun, erotic, sensual time with other people and other situations. I mean, I'm, I'm going to put the whole science thing out there that we are meant to procreate this world. We are not meant to be monogamous. We really aren't. We are not meant to be no, we're animal, monogamous. Animalistic we are by animalistic nature. by nature and we are meant, our bodies are designed to procreate and live off the land. Just, just because you're with other people does not change the love you have probably for your partner in life. Yes. There's literally, and there's no offense to any wonderful female out there listening. To me, there's nobody in this world I'd rather spend the rest of my life with than my wife. But we also like having fun. We do. love doesn't mean, sex doesn't mean love, I think is how you say it. And it doesn't. And I want to put this out there, and I'm sure I'm going to get a little bit of hate emails on this one. Ladies, 
we are never going to succeed in this society if we do not stop slut-shaming one another and if we do not stop judging one another. If it is someone's preference to do what they are doing, do not look your nose down upon them. And I'm not saying that this email did that. And I'm sure it's a genuine conversation or question about it. But I basically just think that we need to, as a female group, especially if we want to be, you know, feminists and and, and things like that and want equal opportunity, well, then we need to start thinking like men. If we want to be like men or have the same opportunities, then think like men in the same aspect of it and not do this whole, oh, you're in a monogamous relationship or you're married, you have to be monogamous. Says who? You know what? 1950. You know what? I didn't have a religious wedding. I had a freaking civil union wedding. Okay. So I am, I do not have to abide by any of those fucking religious laws or anything in that. And nobody will define the terms of my marriage. And you know what? I, we are not the only swingers out there because you come to a fucking swingers cruise or you go to a swingers resort and do you see how many swingers can you tell I'm still ramped up about that? Actually, I'm going to explain to the listeners. I had someone come into my webcam room a night ago who basically told like completely ripped us me apart for being a swinger so i'm a little still hyped up on that normally you get the you need god or jesus line but oh yeah we got that from one dude okay we got that from a dude actually one time to, to really to wrap up that question it really only will affect your marriage if you let it because yes. you're not properly prepared absolutely and for the people that always have to <laughs> basically shame the male and assume he's the one that talked the girl into it probably because he wants to fuck other women as we're going to get to it our actual initial other than going to the sex club our initial that brought all this up was me wanting her to fuck another guy yes. and even didn't even having i never even thought of another female Absolutely. it wasn't even on my mind at first when i brought that fantasy up so, you know, not everybody has the same motives that one guy that is a, probably a douchebag might have. But, you know, off topic now, let's uh, get back in and let's uh, move on to our topic for today, which is going to definitely, it's going to be about our first experience with another person physically. Yes. And that would be her fucking the infamous David. Yes, and no names have not been changed to protect no. the innocent. There's no last name. Nobody would There's ever no last find name. Them. I was not going to come up with a. There's so many Davids in the world. So, so obviously we this whole before we jumped into the whole swinging thing. Well, we I mean we obviously went to a sex club, but before we jumped into this pretty intense lifestyle, we had our first um, time where I fulfilled your cuckold. Um, uh, fantasy. Uh, basically, we. I decided that I wanted to do this. I wanted to fulfill Chris's fantasy. I. I myself kept thinking it was kind of hot to you know have sex with another guy in front of my husband, and also to just have sex with someone else in general. And um, I met David on a dating website. Now, here's what I'm gonna say: the do's and don'ts of this for guys and girls. Do not be deceptive because what started out with this probably not going as smoothly as we wanted it to go is I was on a dating website as a single person because 
the plan was is that even if I am a single person on there, what guy is going to say no to this? The only thing that might deter a guy from it is having someone, another dude in the room. Because I have encountered that. They're a little yeah, shy with not, that. they're not comfortable. They're right. afraid they might not be able to perform and get it up. Exactly. Um, Especially when you know someone's just staring and watching at you. Exactly. Intent- intently because that's what you're doing. <laughs> exactly. So I met David um, through a web- uh, through the dating website and we immediately hit it off. He was funny. He actually held conversation with me and I kind of got wrapped up in it in a sense of just like talking and conversating with him and being flirtatious with him, which you had full access to all the messages and no, text I... messages that it wasn't anything I was hiding. We... It's just, it was like a good time. And I had told my husband, I said, this is something that I truly, this is the guy. This is the guy that I feel hundred percent comfortable. I, I think if we set boundaries, cause mind you, I'm still new at this. I still don't know what my boundaries are going to be when it comes to this. I wanted someone who was going to be nice and not just like, I'm here for the sex and that's it, which now, you know, <laughs> now it's different. But um, I wanted someone who was going to actually be like understanding of what we wanted and what, how to treat me in, in the act of doing it. And as this is not always going to be the what happens in this situation, the only downside to that was you wanted someone that was going to be somewhat nurturing and loving in it and that can backfire yes what happened was (laughs) is that david really started to fall for me and i did not intentionally do that i thought with me engaging in witty conversation with him and he would call me and want to chat about you know um his day at work and things you know i I would, I thought I was being a friend. I was lending, I mean, I have guy friends that obviously they don't know that we're swingers yet. Um, we plan on coming in, coming out to our friends, which is the whole point of this podcast journey is to not be secretive and in hiding, but there are certain friends that don't know. That's right. So the more people that listen, the more people that follow, the more people that promote us, <laughs> the more people that'll know, and the more we'll have to come out to everybody. Yeah, they're going to be like, oh, Chris Carey, where are you guys going? Now we're going to a promotional thing for, you know, swingers. Um, so anyway basically I had realized when you know what a couple weeks after talking because I I had a very busy work schedule I was working on a very big case so I wasn't even able to I was barely getting out to the bar even hanging out with you um that basically kind of started to slow down that you asked me you were like does he know that you're married yes it was (laughs) I remember the night specifically we were in the bedroom and we were talking about it and I asked and I just had a the way she talked about the way their conversations went, I was actually a little concerned. I don't think he knew, and I didn't know she didn't tell him at that moment. Because I've gone a few days without being able to see her messages with work and kids and just being busy myself. Um, My bad. And I said, <laughs> have you told him yet? Because I knew she didn't tell him up front. And that's probably the first mistake you can ever make. Just be it honest was. up front. But we were new at it. It was the very first time we were doing something like this. It was. And you didn't. maybe you felt comfortable and didn't want to scare him off at first, which... I literally think it truly just slipped my mind because in my head, I'm having this conversation knowing what this is, but totally forgot that I should have given him the courtesy of saying it to him. Absolutely. And let's be honest, it's hard not to have the mentality that guys will fuck anything if offered. You know, guys like sex. Guys are happy with people that want to have sex with them. Exactly. And usually marriage does not affect that. Exactly. And so basically what ended up happening was 
we were sitting in the bedroom that night and he basically told me that I needed to go ahead and and pretty much tell him this is what needs to happen. You need to tell him that Okay, so we I be, we were in the bedroom and I basically said, "All right, I I'm going to send him a message and explain everything to him. And I did. I sent him a... We, we were actually laying in bed. Super long message. Yep. Lay, we were laying in bed. We were laying in bed. sent it. And mm-hmm. I looked at it and I said, this is perfect. You're wording it nicely. You're being very respectful about it. Yes. Um, And you're being very open and honest. And it was a very good message to send to finally bridge that <laughs> ice of not being told. Right. Well... <clears throat> It wasn't right away. I think it was later on or maybe in the morning. It was in the morning. I woke up and I had this long ass message from him. Now that I look back at it, it was a little cray cray a little bit because he he didn't respond right away to me. And in the message, remember, he claimed that he went and got a bottle of wild turkey and drove some whiskey and drove to a park or lake and just and sat in his car and the drank whole thing, the whole thing because he really had to think about which. By the way, I've definitely gone through a nice bottle of SoCo over like a two-day span <laughs> with mixers. Yeah, you're telling me you drank a whole bottle straight? Maybe that's a red flag to begin with. Uh, Maybe, but we were naive at the time. So, so he basically sends me this long message about how he he explains that and how he was very upset that I kind of deceived him a little. However, he really liked me. He thought I was hot. He, he thought he loved my body and he would love to do this. And he goes and but he had asked additional questions like, so are you know what does this mean? Are you guys only? Are you guys in an open marriage? Are you looking for another relationship? Like, a lot of things, and now that we look back at it, were a little bit of red flags, but I thought that he was just being inquisitive. He wanted to know what the real deal was with us. So I I told him, you know, well, we... Because at the time we weren't... Well, we were swingers, but I just told him we wanted to fulfill that one fantasy. So, and we would see where it would go from there. Yeah, well, so we experimented with the club. Yes. And then we decided to finally get physical with someone. Right. But we were going to start simple with my, my, now I, I know what I say, the cuckold fantasy of watching your wife get fucked by another guy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound simple. No. But it is simple in the aspect of that's where we were heading first and then seeing where we went from there. Yes. And so basically we are, flash forward to about a week after that incident, you know, me and him are not we texted a few times here and there, but I I really was trying to get the courage up to myself to let's do this. And we were at a friend's barbecue, I think for Memorial Day or Labor Day. It was one of those ones. I think Memorial Day. Labor Day. End of summer. Because it was her also, her going away party. It was a coworker of, of mine. She It was also like a going away party for her because she had um, put in her two weeks and whatnot um, after being at our firm for a while. And we were having some jello shots. We were drinking and I was feeling good. I was looking good. I was wearing those black leggings with the the knee-high boots and a like super slutty low cut uh top with a, you know, my my jacket or whatever. And I remember I had like my leg over your leg. We were sitting on her couch and everyone else is talking and everything. And I looked at you and I said, "I'm ready." And you were like, ready for what? (laughs) And I basically said, I am ready to do this with David. 
and I think you you were shocked at first, or or you were drunk and trying to comprehend. I I actually just thought because I knew you guys were still chatting here and there. I just I thought that whole with him died down in a sense of I just got the feeling and the vibe that he wasn't interested or into it because I think he wanted more with you than what we were going to be able to offer. Yes, and I kind of didn't see that because. I felt like here's a dude that I, not that we're going to use him, but he now is aware of the situation. I now, I'm ready to do this. I, I feel like I'm comfortable enough to do it. Let's let's take advantage of the situation, of the fact that he's open and for it. And I started texting him and, you know, we kind of proceeded there and, and he was available that night. And he, he offered to get a room and everything. Yep, he got he got a room because um, we weren't comfortable yet bringing him back to our house, especially after the little little red flags of mm. things. But um, we, you know, with us having the kids and everything, and they were younger. We not that they were at the house at the time. Um, they were actually at their other parents' houses, so. It was uh, just a comfort level. So he ended up getting the hotel room, though, because he wanted to drink and he didn't want to have to drive or anything like that. So he, we meet at the hotel room, and I remember he gives us the room number, and we're walking in, and I look at you like, this literally looks like a hooker pimp situation. The way I'm dressed and I'm with you. And- Definitely. <laughs> Even though... I didn't think it along that lines. I'm sitting here well, as I'm walking. I'm thinking like indecent proposal and just all these weird things that are going through my head <laughs> about, oh, man, what are we about to do here? Exactly. Um, and you, we got to the door. <coughs> you looked at me. Yeah. And you said, there's no going back. Are you sure? Yeah, which you would think that like <laughs> I had to tell myself that. <laughs> I think you already did that on the long walk in your head. Probably. Um, and I looked at you and said, yeah, let's go. Let's go for it. Fuck yeah. It. YOLO, right? YOLO. Fuck it. Knocked on the door. Went in. Of course, uh, there was another bottle of whiskey there with him. Yeah, it was that turkey whiskey thing or whatever. Yeah, you know what? Now that, I, now that I remember, it is whiskey because we'll explain that later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we go in there, and obviously, it's it's a little awkward. There's some tension because of the way it all went down. You could Cat. tell that David was jealous of Chris. Like, he he wanted me, and he wanted a relationship. Now that we look back at it and we reevaluate everything, but I basically went in there, and I took charge of the room. I said, this is what's going to happen. You and I are going to have... We're going to have so much fun on this bed here. And Chris, you're going to sit on that couch in the corner. Because it was a nice hotel hotel room. You're going to sit in that couch in the corner. And that's how it's going to go down. And you're not going to talk. And you and I are just going to do it. You you, you got so uh, dominant with it that you're even like, here's a shot for you. There's a shot for you. I need a shot myself. <laughs> and you're just handing out shots just to yes. like take the shot, lighten up lose attention mm-hmm. and let's get the business and do what we're here to do yeah so we took the shots and i think literally the, the it immediately worked for everybody so we i proceed to like you know turn the lights down you're you're in the corner i'm taking off my hooker boots and stuff and he kind of comes up to me and we we start making it out and you know it's you know it's a he's a good kisser and I'm enjoying that. And I'm like, okay, this is going to work. This is going to be good. And we kind of proceed to where he, he lays me down on the bed. And uh, that's when it took a little bit of a weird turn, I'd say. Because I don't know if he was angry with me and taking it out. But remember, he uh, he, he started was... to... He took off my clothes and I, I un, undid his shirt and everything like that. 
And he, as when he kind of laid me on the bed, and it was gentle and everything like that, and I went, I scooted back up, you know, because I was on the edge, and I scooted up towards the headboard. He kind of came up to keep kissing me before he went to go down and to start, you know, um, eating me out. Which, he, by, which, by the way, as we get into this, we do have a safe word and a safe signal. Yes. Okay, and and long as she didn't do that, I felt like she was okay and comfortable, even if it was something maybe at, a little bit out of her comfort zone. Right. I think. As long as she wasn't throwing out the word or the signal, because now you can't always talk. Right. That I was going to sit back and just watch. Now, if she did do that, it would have been a different story. Right. And I, I've always, I'm a mix. I like to dominate, and but I also like to be a submissive. I feel like I'm the best of whatever anyone wants and also whatever I want and need. So I, sometimes there are moments where I want to dominate and sometimes there are moments where I want to be submissive. And so that's, hence, the, we already knew safe words and stuff like that. But we also had picked particular ones for this situation. Um, but when he, he was kissing me and it was very sensual, I mean, he... We were rubbing each other and everything, and he pushed himself up to so that he could scoot down to start, you know, you know, licking on me and all. And he slapped my titty like hard, you, <laughs> like that. Like, thought it was like a punching bag. A little bit. And I did. Obviously, I'm her husband. I love her. I kind of look and I'm, and I'm watching, and I'm now I'm intently watching, trying to enjoy it. But now I'm watching to make sure she's okay because I know how this guy's mind was working. And to be honest with you, I I was oblivious. I think she was slightly oblivious. You could tell all he wanted to do was make love to her, and that's not what we were looking (laughs) for. It It was was very soft, and he was. It was. They. They. they, I swear, when he laid you down, you guys made out for like twenty minutes. I know. Even I was like, "Come on, dude, let's get this going." But then I was trying to be respectful of him, thinking, "Well, maybe he's nervous, and this is what's going to help him." Absolutely, but in my head, I'm just like, I I just kept looking, like, I swear he just wants to like marry her right this moment and make (laughs) and have wedding night love making. Well, hello, I uh, I am great wifey (laughs) material. Catch, and I'm lucky that I got it. I caught you. So, so he he finally stops like. Like it was what like four or five good. It was four or five good slaps. I mean, he did. He tugged on my nipple, which I like. You know, I like that stuff and everything. He he kind of bit down a little bit, but not too hard. It was good. But so I wasn't sure if maybe he was. He had taken our earlier messages of where I say I like to be submissive sometimes, and he took it like that. So I'm like, all right, this this is this is done. Okay, we're good. And um, because he's now he's now down there and he's eating me out and. You know, I'm looking over at you, and and I'm making the comments about how much better yeah. he is than you. So, <laughs> so the whole part of the fantasy is uh, as a cuckold. Now, there's different types of cuckolds, and there's different levels of being a cuckold. P- mine goes to the extent that I want to hear her. I want to hear how how good he is, how how big he is, and how much better he is. Things like that, because it's just part of the fantasy. And she was going on and on and trying to really get in the moment and get it going. and It was turning and, and me on. definitely uh, have that experience be fulfilled fully and to its fullest extent. And he wasn't exactly cooperating. She was even trying to get him to be a little more verbal and there was no verbiage at all. Right. So then I decided to take a little bit of a charge and I said, look, 
I want you to fuck me from behind. First of all, it's my favorite position. And second of all, he can still be a little bit dominant. It's a submissive position. And I can look at you also. And that's kind of the, that is the dream position that's, of a cuckold. That is the best position. That is, he can, Other than know, the ones that go to that next level. Yes. That are by curious, which sadly I'm not, but that's just my personality. Where their favorite position, I believe, is underneath the wife. Exactly. Why the guy is from behind. So it all ends up being from behind, <laughs> but ours is more where she's on the bed or being bent over, doggy style or bent over. Yes. And she can just look at me and I can see her eyes start to roll in the back of her head and mm. just the pleasure hitting her. <sighs> and he... Now I'm getting horny. <laughs> <laughs> That's for later. You still have work to do. I do. So she's getting all into it and she's really trying to amp up the mood and the moment and the 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 fantasy and he just was not cooperating yeah it started out okay like he (laughs) i got on the i got on the no i was leaning over the bed and standing up in your favorite position and there was a little bit of room between the bed and the wall because obviously people on both sides get in between so he was doing that and it was listen he was a great size so he he was you know stretching stretching my pussy out he was doing all that fun stuff and i'm looking at you and i'm i'm making the comments again like oh my god you fuck me so much better than my husband you're so much bigger than him and now i see your eyes rolling to the back <laughs> of your head <laughs> and um it's going great and i'm like oh my god this feels amazing i'm comfortable with it i'm so turned on i am so wet i'm like i'm surprised he's not sliding out of me that's how wet i am and then he i feel him not being able to hold his balance and i didn't dawn on me i just happened to look over at the t at the where the tv was and i see the bottle of liquor and i'm like we only took one shot each but that bottle is halfway gone i'm like oh no (laughs) so i i kind of you know i i stand up a little bit and i i have my back you know up against his chest and i kind of grab onto his like head and i'm like baby why don't you why don't we get on the bed on on our knees and let's fuck and um he was like okay and he started to slur his speech as he was talking and i'm like oh this is either gonna go where he's gonna last a while which is great we can do so many different things or he's not gonna be able to function. That's definitely my curse. <laughs> when there's too much alcohol in my system, you last forever. There's literally no chance of me coming that night. So nope. my, my goal is to please her or whoever may be here with us. <laughs> and once they're all satisfied and melted and happy, we're just gonna go to bed, and I'm gonna worry about it in the morning. <laughs> yeah, we take care of it in the morning. So I I get on all fours, and he he starts again, but like a minute later, he stops. And I, I feel his hand like in that area, like not, but not near me. Yes, I could tell he, he was, he was trying to get it hard. He was jerking it. He was losing yes. steam. No, I'm sorry, not get it. Keep it hard. Keep it hard. Yes, because he was hard, but it was going up and down. And he kept grabbing onto my, my tits from, from behind, and he was slapping them from behind so, too. So then the wife comes up with an idea. Okay, lay back. I will do all the work. <laughs> yes. So she has him lay down. She goes down, starts going down on him, starts stroking him, and <laughs> is all ready to ride it. And I just, it, 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 he was, he just couldn't stay. So, so, so when we were talking about the earlier bottle of alcohol, after we informed him that she was married and we, she would still love to fuck you, but I'm sorry, dude, there's, not going to be love and marriage and dubs. Right. That it was whiskey. 
Because he's got whiskey dick. <laughs> yes, he had the epitome of whiskey dick that I am on top of him. My boobs are out. I am naked. I'm feeling hot. Grinding on Grinding him. Grinding on him. Trying doing everything I can to help him. And I literally stopped, tilted my head back. And I, I do feel bad now I look at it because I'm not that type of girl. But I was like, are you serious, dude? Like, because I, I felt like we've been waiting for this for so long. And, you know, here was the opportunity. And we came out here to the hotel room. You know, here we are in the situation. And now, now I'm going to be, how the hell do we get out of this situation? So he goes, what? I just, I just need a little bit. And I was like... Honey, it's now been 10 minutes of us trying to re- re-get this for you. Um, yeah, we're not planning on sleeping over. So. Yeah, so I literally climb off of him, and I can't even tell you how fast I threw my clothes on. because You didn't even put your underwear on. I grabbed your underwear. You grabbed my you underwear. Threw, you I threw, your stri- your I threw leggings my, my on. leggings back on. I didn't even throw my bra on. I threw my halter no, top on. We put on. it all in your purse. We put it all in my purse, and I literally... Grabbed your boots, and you put them on in the hallway. Down the hallway. <laughs> that, it, that didn't look like a hooker thing, <laughs> Now. Yes. Put the boots and, on mid walk down the hallway. And he and was just like, I tailed it. Because he was trying to get off the bed to be like, but, but, but. But now I'm thinking in my head, he's really, really drunk. We don't know what type. Well, first of all, he's that drunk that if anything were to escalate, we would have been able to take him. But still, you're, you're a little nervous at this point. But I'm also embarrassed. And no offense, but as a girl, and I get it, I, I, I know that this stuff happens to you guys. But like, I'm like, I've never had this happen to me before ever, 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 ever with a guy. So then I'm like, I, is I it? I don't have a problem getting hard for you. It's not even just that, but I mean, the other guys I've been with before you, I mean, we've all, I've never had, I've never seen a guy, no matter how drunk or anything like that, have that. So you start thinking like, oh, is that, is it you? But you could definitely tell it wasn't because he was so disoriented that even when he was trying to get he up off the bed, get off the bed, he, he couldn't. He slipped, he stumbled, he almost fell again, he caught himself. I know, and, and I did, I kind of like took his hand and I sat him back down the bed. I was like, we're going to go get some sleep. And we like ran out the door, left my socks in the room and everything because he sent me that weird ass text that was like, you left your socks here, I'll mail them to you. And I was like, dude, just throw them You're out. not getting our address. <laughs> exactly. I'm definitely not giving <laughs> you my address. And uh, we power walked to the car because we didn't want it to look obvious like running like walking through the lobby and you and I literally got into the car and we were like did that just happen like it was literally the picture perfect moment for us and it just was an epic failure they had hot moments they had hot moments I mean very hot moments but not worth most of them were from you and I, I like that you were truly trying to fulfill the fancy fully that you were getting incredibly verbal in, in the hot way. Mm-hmm. And even though, I don't know how I feel about the word personally, but you were really living that humiliating experience. And it, the word sounds so horrible, but it's truly what you're doing when you're sitting here saying another man is better than you and bigger than you. and Yeah. And you were really getting into it, and it was super hot and super heavy, and it just... Well, you and I went home that night, and oh, you finished had, the job. <laughs> yep, we had some good sex. We did. So that is our... If anything that we learned from David is this. You need to always be open and honest with the person. Up front. Up front. Don't hide that you're married or in an open relationship, or don't hide that you're in a poly uh, relationship or any in that nature. Be open and honest with them, no matter how much you might like them or how much you might think that they're going to be a perfect fit for the situation if you're not honest with them then it is not going to work absolutely and as a couple always just know that if you're looking for another guy 
apparently the it's the saying is not true. Not every guy just wants to fuck. <laughs> I know, but and yeah. to my, if I may say that that brings me to a point I kind of want to make is that you know being in this relationship and lifestyle, I I don't mind guys. But sometimes it does get a little bit, like, where they just automatically assume that you're just, like, easy. Like, hey, I've talked to you for 30 seconds. Oh, you're a swinger. Oh, hey, come fuck me in my car. It doesn't necessarily work like that, dude. Like, I gotta have a conversation with you. I gotta get to know you. I gotta make sure you're not a murderer. I gotta make sure you have no STDs, you know, that type of thing. Not saying that you have to wine and dine me, although buying me a drink, obviously, would be the nice thing to do. It doesn't work like that, but I should have given him that courtesy and that respect, and maybe it would have all went down a little bit differently um, if we, you know, you know, kind of approach it that way. And also, don't drink a lot of alcohol when you're going to do this. No. If you know, if you're gonna, yeah. if you're that other dude, if you're the third party dude, and you might be nervous, and that's fine. You got to get yourself to a buzz. Don't get yourself to a trash point because if you know that you end up having whiskey dick problems. You don't want you don't want that to happen in front of a couple. Absolutely, and we've actually had a few experiences when it came to alcohol. We'll get to a couple more of those <laughs> in later podcasts, but more but better ones. But I would definitely say that it was a it was a good experience, even though it wasn't the best experience because we learned a lot from it. We did. We learned how to go about this properly. We learned that you know everything's not always going to go exactly as planned. You just have to kind of go in the moment at times. And you just need to uh, be understanding of the other person as well. I feel like anytime you do like a sex act that's a little bit, ab- not abnormal, but different, sometimes you do like the first time you have anal, you sometimes have to learn that you definitely need lube. Yes. <laughs> you just or, learn from your extra mistakes. lube, even though you're drunk. Exactly. It's just something that I personally think that. We, we would have handled it a little bit differently. It would have went differently. But you know what? I still wouldn't trade it because it gave me some hot moments that that night we had some of the best sex that we've had. And, you know, he he could have been that perfect, you know, guy that fulfilled that cuckold experience. But I obviously, I think, ended up ruining it by making, I mean, it's my fault in that aspect. And I can't take it back. And I feel terrible about it. But, I mean, he in a relationship now and he's great so i feel fine you didn't, you didn't break him so i didn't, I didn't break him no if anything i, t- I taught him a lesson <laughs> about women no but, but that that was our uh first experience with another guy yeah for her um there have been a few more since but that was the first oh, God, one yeah. that will forever it will forever be with us just based on how it went how how it went down and how we went about it and and all that and we're definitely we definitely learned and improved from that to where we are now yeah but is there anything else you uh no i mean i think share? we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up i mean we've got a lot more podcasts planned out already um that we're working on so i i guess we're just gonna if you guys have any um questions comments on it uh so, we 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 like constructive uh feedback since we rebranded the podcast from chris and karen swing to swinging along it has nothing to do with the fact that I got us locked out of our other email. <laughs> <laughs> but we decided we might as well try to keep it all coherent and all the same. So we made up a new email that you can reach us at. Yep. And that is swingingalong69 at gmail. So it's swingingalong, A-L-O-N-G, 69 at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at swingingalong69. 
You get in the trend here, guys. There's a, there's a similarity to this. <laughs> and if you ever want to come check me out on my uh, on my webcam time, I'm on Chatterbait, and my name is Swinger Girl eight six one zero. Exactly how it sells. Ex- sounds sound. is how it's spelled. Exactly. Swinger Girl eight six one zero. But also, uh, real quick, um, if you do take a visit to our Twitter page, always at the top will be pinned my wife's personal twitter page for her fun literatica stories she likes to write it's not just i i have my blog that i'm getting ready to get up about just being like a double life wife and kind of more about me no offense honey it's my sexuality no, absolutely my things, and that's why that's why we don't need to mention your twitter because i have it pinned at the top of our exactly page. yeah it's 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 me and i get to be flirtatious with people and things and it's what i love so absolutely and so. yeah so if you see that come on over and follow me and uh uh, maybe we'll have some sexy time. I don't know. <laughs> hey, give her another story to write or blog a post about. But yes. it's been a pleasure for uh, podcast too. We're going to wrap this up. Yep. All right, guys. See you later. Bye now.